everybody and welcome to Tales from the Fog. I'm your host Casey and with me as always is the amazing and wonderful Veronica. How are you doing? Hey man, I'm great. I'm alive and kicking. How are you? I'm good. Cool. Yeah. And we are joined today by some dear friends of ours. I'm so excited to have you guys here. We have Mary and Tim. Mary of Mary Imagination and Tim of being a badass DJ and awesome <laughs> first aid. Oh, thanks. And Knots Network. Knots Network. Oh my God. You guys are the best. Thank you so much for being here. Oh, Thank we you. love you guys. Thank you for having us on. It's an honor. Oh my gosh. I love yeah. your podcast. I listen to the episodes. I love everything you talk about. They're a lot of fun. Oh my gosh. Thank you. <laughs> Yeah, it's been interesting uh, for there not being a, you know, hot season, you know, like we're used to, to talking about, there is an awful lot to talk about. Oh, yeah. yes, there is. Yeah. Yeah, because usually by now we'd be going through like announcements and what we're excited about for Halloween because everything should be out in the open pretty much by now. And so now we don't have a whole lot, but we do have a couple new things. What do we got? Um, so I don't know, buddy. What are your guys' thoughts on the the urban legends drive through haunt at the Orange County Fair? Uh, so I think it's really cool that the Queen. It's run by the Queen Mary peeps, right? If I got yeah. that correct. Yeah, I think yeah, it's, it's going to be super. Queen Mary crew. So the ones yeah. that started Dark Harbor like the first couple years. Like shipwrecked? Yeah. No, not shipwrecked. No, shipwrecked was so was ship. Yeah, shipwrecked was. Jeff Scheifelbein, Sinister Point. Oh, it was? Yes. Wow. Yeah. Old, old school Queen Mary? That yeah. was Jeff. That was oh. Jeff. Oh. I had never mm -hmm. gone. I didn't go for the first time until like maybe three years ago. I had never been down there. So then what do the kids have planned at the OC Fair? Drive through hot. Drive through hot? So I think the concept is awesome. I watched the uh, the the video and I'm like, is that who I think it is? Is that Anthony's voice? You know <laughs> who I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. Is it his voice? I'm not is sure. Is that him? Okay. I, I thought um, I thought that was him because uh, it sounded a lot like him. I'm like, that sounds like from Ghost Town. Um, uh, Anthony Dalbis. Did I get his name right? Otis. 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 Thank Antho. you. Yeah, Antho. Antho. Yeah, I'm not sure if it's him or not. It sounds like him. I think the concept is cool. I'm just really, really, I'm not, I haven't really posted about it or shared it or anything at all because I'm super concerned about safety. Mm. Well, there's a lot of, they're, they're doing it smart. So you could kind of think of it like the Universal Studios tram tour in a way. Yeah. Uh, so the way it's going to work is you're going to line up. Like they're going to have like a section of the parking lot. It's like, okay, you're like the 630 crew is going to come. So like the cars that are reserved for 630 roll in and they like get in the line basically. Yeah. Uh, and then, and then you're going to drive in and I'm pretty sure you're going to have a pilot car, like someone kind of showing you where to go. And then you'll, actually get to the scenes and you park your car you have to turn the keys you have to turn the car off and then the scene plays around you and then you start your car and you move on to the next scene what are your concerns so, as far as safety goes just people being dumb in general like going you know what i'm gonna just accelerate you know yeah. guests are dumb and they do really dumb things when they're scared like reactionary things and uh the thing with vehicles is that so you're gonna have guests operating their own vehicles in an experience and so okay the car is off but how do you know the person really is turning off their car and not putting it in neutral what happens if a guest doesn't want to turn off their car what ha there's so many what ifs that popped in my head that yeah. honestly scares me like 
operations wise. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, it is a really big thing to tackle for sure. Um, so they're going to need a big crew of people watching, like just like not even talent and stuff, but just crew. Yeah. Behind the scenes crew watching and, and stuff. But the more crew you have, the more potential exposure risk you have for everybody else. Exactly. Where's that, that tipping point? Well, they did say that you will have the option to keep your windows rolled up. If you roll your windows down, you have to wear a mask. Yes, I read that. Yeah. (laughs) I haven't even gotten a chance to read about this yet. I literally just heard about it today. I've been busy. Everybody's posted about it. I'm like, oh, man. I'm like, oh, it's happening here too, huh? Because I first heard about it going down in, uh, I think, Tokyo, maybe, they were going to do it. Well, that one was a little different because it was an old mechanics garage and you drove your car into the garage and turned all the, and the door would close behind you when the car was off and it was like a haunted garage and like the ghosts would come out of different areas of the the garage. Oh, that sounds fun. That sounds, that sounds a lot better actually yeah, but then it would take forever one at a time yeah unless yeah. they made That's multiple oh god can you imagine making multiple sets just for cars are the cars <laughs> going to be conga lined well in and, this yeah. drive-thru experience i'm guessing you're only going to be able to take like two or three at a time would be my guess i mean i, I don't assume this like the scenes aren't gonna be a half mile long so yeah do you think it's gonna be like um like a haunt can you hear her licking me no no <laughs> then it's not going to record. My dog is got, I take it you cool guys edit like, a little bit. Okay. <laughs> Do you guys edit a little bit? <laughs> but, um, oh, I was going to say, oh, I guess I envision it like, uh, like, a, like a haunted hayride. Like you go into a barn or you go into a, like a tent or whatever, but it's got to be so much bigger if you're going to have like three cars. So then that's And then it's all out in the open. So yeah. like how... Is it going like whatever story they're trying to tell? Is it going to play? And yeah. how are they going to tell that story if some people don't even have their windows up? And like we were thinking, maybe they'd make an app or something that has audio triggers, so that when they get to a certain point, they could start the app. And like if everyone like three, two, one, press play or something like that, or at least they're like hooked up to some network where it's like almost like a like a closed what do they call it like a closed circuit radio where a central person could decide who hears what and when. Like, I like um, FM modulators, maybe? Yeah. yeah. Um, or, sometimes or, during Christmas, people, if you drive up to their house and they have those crazy light shows, they'll say, yeah. tune to this channel, and you could hear what they're playing. The so problem with that, them. though, is if they're going to have, I think, because I watched the video that they did with Midsummer Scream. They just released it. They did it last night, like a live show with the creators of it. And the way that it sounds like is like all the audio is going to be external. So they're going to have like audio systems set up and you're just going to be able to drive through. Mm-hmm. Um, but what about the people who roll up their windows? <laughs> as far as like separating, like I don't think the talent's going to be able to come up to your car. Like I guess the way that they described it is think of it like a, a drive-in movie theater that comes to life. Okay. So like, get it. like, it's going to be more show than scare, I think. Okay, well, like, I there's, see. Like, there's shows on Hayride, but they just don't get close to them. Yeah. But here's the thing with Hayride, there's still that, there's still that, that scare up, like, element. Yeah. yeah, and I don't know if you're going to, like, roll into, like, a little crowd between K-rails or something, so you have to, like, you know, <laughs> your, your car's, like, boxed in, sort of. And yeah. also kept a certain distance away from the actors. Yeah. So, I, I don't know. It's going it's to be interesting. I definitely want to check it out. I kind of do too. Like I love, I love this like pre preseason speculation because like we're gonna know soon enough what it is. But it's like us trying to wrap our head around. Oh yeah, this idea is yeah. so funny. It's like <laughs> how the hell? Like are they gonna build like like a big old gallows that like stuff inter- can entertain you from above and you like drive underneath it? Like what the hell are they gonna do? Well, <laughs> like, all, all we could do in reality is hope for the best because yeah. they have some pretty good minds behind that project. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've never really seen this before out here, this type of haunted experience. So yeah. all we could do is hope for the best, hope for the best, wish, wish them the best. Mm-hmm. And it's their first year ever experimenting with something like this. Yeah. So we have to also keep an open mind that mm-hmm. it might not go exactly as how they envisioned it or how it they like 
they're they're gonna have a lot of problems that they're gonna have to tackle as a first like that this is their first time ever yeah. doing this i bet you i more than bet you that if if they could like do it well enough this year and like gear it towards what they hope and what they hope they, it could be and envision it to be the mm -hmm. next year it'll be even better and it might yeah. be a continuing um uh, tradition in the and a new sure, staple yeah. in the haunt industry mm -hmm. it'd be interesting to get a haunt out there in that spot you know period but then like once all of this is over it's still kind of a fun option yes it's just one of those things where you can kind of do well, it's something that they could easily convert to more something more traditional, like a hayride, if they wanted to. Mm -hmm. Yes. You know, so that's cool. Mm -hmm. It's where we'll stuff each other and be all close <laughs> again. <laughs> Have you guys heard anything from Six Flags? Nope. They're very quiet these no. days. Oh. At least Magic Mountain, we haven't heard anything. So I Magic think their other parks are open. Oh, wait. I saw an article somewhere. So speculation, because the yeah. news likes to speculate. I heard, I read like an, a news article somewhere on the internet that they're planning on doing it anyways. I'm like, how? Yeah. And so <laughs> how? They, they well, what they did is yet. they sent out... Um, they sent out surveys to their season pass holders. So do you want to hear still some? Charging. What <laughs> you, hear some of the ideas that they have lined up? I want to hear it. For, Suck it to me. So these are the things that they asked the people about if they would be if it was something they'd be into or or if they it would keep them from going whatever. Um, so Magic Mound survey. Uh, they asked guests how they would feel about plexiglass barriers separating actors and visitors. Um, haunted houses with no scare actors. No thanks. <laughs> um, outdoor act only activities with no indoor mazes, so I assume just like scare zones, maybe. Um, scare actors not being able to get within 12 feet of visitors. Um, and then there's other options that they said. Uh, one of the possibilities is a haunted hayride through the park or turning the park into a drive-through haunt experience. That would be rad. Like driving through Magic Mountain. Yeah. Magic Mountain. They, they cool. have enough room in that park for you to for, for them to do that. Well, yeah, but then again, drive around yeah. that but, park after hours. But then so. again, there's the safety issue I brought up earlier with guests yeah. in mm -hmm. the operating vehicles. And then and then the last probably the weirdest thing is they they said what about a Halloween themed lucha libre wrestling <laughs> competition? That's hilarious. <laughs> that had to be just a joke. Their emails have been funny at times. They're not yeah. really, they're not as, you know, like the thing between, uh, difference between Cedar Fair and Six Flags, like Six Flags is a little more like, huh, we're hip with you all, you know? Yeah. And then Cedar Fair's like, hey, we're running a business here, you know, let's be professional. <laughs> yeah, so. but the Six Flags kind of reminds me of like, 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 hey there, fellow kids, like, like yeah, exactly. Cool, but it they play. used to do really cool YouTube videos like eight years ago. I miss them. They don't do them anymore. They had like their own in-house staff, like people, bloggers and everything. It was kind of fun. Oh. Like whenever anything new opened up there and stuff, they did. I think they were doing it because everybody was doing it at the time. Yeah. So they figured, why not we do it, you know? So did you guys hear that Hallow Screams over in Florida? So they're going to still do their haunt. Okay. But this is so. This is what they're advertising. Mm -hmm. It's all scare zones only. Okay. Here's the thing. Here's the thing about haunts. I I was like, so you guys know Kenzie Crow, right? Yes. Yeah. So uh, when we did uh, Taste of Calico, we were chatting with her, and then we're because she's like, oh man, uh, it's gonna suck that I hope haunt happens, and then in my head, just. Uh, in my head, I'm like, I know, but you don't want to like say like, yeah, we all knew, we all knew. Yeah, so because we've seen backstage, and then we've seen backstage, and we're like, <laughs> no. Yeah. Well, the telltale sign was nobody got in there. Yeah, and so was, um, okay, sorry. No, no, no. You go ahead. I was gonna say, oh, so it was like how they did like the taste of of ghost town right yeah how they like only employed a few people to work it and it was like really low-key 
the only thing I could think of is they would have hired day ops entertainment actors to work this the haunted event when then that would have like justified them not sending out rehire cards but like that's a stretch and then like hearing how like nothing is getting any better and in fact some places are getting worse and all this junk of like there's not they're not even gonna do that like they're not gonna yeah. ask the liability so we came up with the i the 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 idea of sliders sliders only Sliders yeah. only because here's the thing. Here's the thing with sliding. You don't have to get up into their face. They could just simply just slide past people really quickly and then run away. Yeah. Yeah. And we can all wear masks. All wear yeah. masks. Yeah. I still think that maybe Knott's will do a taste of pot <laughs> type thing. Yes. I hope. I, and maybe I they'll have they some monsters it. up on the balconies like how they did the mayor and all that. You know, just to give a little spooky ambiance. Yeah, they'll probably do something for Halloween for sure. Like yeah. a spooky farm. Taste of spooky maybe. farm. That would be maybe. awesome. Well, yeah, think of all the pumpkin spice stuff that they could have. Like all the different pumpkin. You can do pumpkin ravioli. You can do all sorts of pumpkin pie deconstructions. Yeah. You have all sorts of delicious stuff going on. Heck yeah. But you could totally have a slider show. The problem is, is like, as you intimately know, we like literally stack on top of each other. Oh like, yeah. We would be like the show would be far away from the audience. However, we would all be stuck together. Well, and the but you don't have to well, do a slider show. You just slide around. It would just it would have to be. But like yeah. you know, like with the the monsters being up in the uh, like above the hotel and everything. Like I'm, there's a lot of cool stuff that could happen. Like you could slide. I mean, I don't know if I would because I think it would fall down. But like if you slid up there, the sound it would make it would be like sliding in front of Goldie. It's like brrr, it'd be really loud. And scary. Well, they could do that thing like they do on the hayride at uh, Hobbs Grove. In Fog Alley, you just stretch a net across, and then you can have people on the balcony that just chuck bodies down and it lands on the net <laughs> and it scares. Oh, that would be hilarious! <laughs> I love overhead scares. Yeah. They're my favorite. Yeah, because they're unexpected. They don't happen yeah. too often. What if you did like a, you know, the trapeze safety net that's like really bouncy and responsive? Ooh, yes. What if you did that and then like had a stunt person like land on <laughs> and like do cool tricks and stuff and then like, I mean Knotts does have those things where you the can jump rate, and then yeah. and then it pulls them back. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. And then uh Universal Studios in Florida one year had a Wizard of Oz themed zone. Wow. And they had the flying monkeys. They were actually on what are they called? It's basically like a giant swing. Ooh. What do they call it? Mm. Like think of a Tarzan <laughs> swing. It's like a freaking rope, right? And they're mm. attached to it. And they were up yeah. on the balconies in the New York street. And then they would literally jump off and just swing over the people's heads and then land and then grab onto the balconies on the other side and climb back in. That's so cool. Yeah. yeah. We're, we were supposed to go to Horror Nights this year over in Orlando. Oh no. I know. I still have to call them and cancel that. <laughs> well, they, they emailed me. They did right? email me. They're like, oh, we'll call you. I'm like, yeah, you'll call me at the last minute. <laughs> I'm like, I know how y'all work. <laughs> so, I'm surprised they did a stint, like, auto refund. Well, they sent me, well, I didn't, I just put a deposit down because I was like, I don't, right before this whole lock, the whole lockdown, I went and bought, like, the plane tickets. I bought I reserved the room and everything, and then I added the haunt stuff because they added it later. And I was like, okay, I'll add that because they added it. Maybe that's a good sign over there. Mm -hmm. And then they're like, nah, we're not doing it. And they sent me an email like, yeah, that affects your vacation. So we'll call you or you can call us. I'm like, yeah, I got to call you guys because yeah. we the whole reason we were going to go, that's one of the major reasons we we're going out there. So. Yeah. Aww. It's like, I guess next year, <laughs> but this way I figure maybe next year we'll just stay longer. Yeah. Oh yeah. So get thing out of it. Do a little more things. All those screens at Bush Gardens amazing. So you guys should hit that too. Oh yeah. That was a part of the plan. Oh yeah. Bush Garden was on the itinerary for sure. Like that would have, that was going to be an all day thing. We were going to do the day and then the night. 
And yeah, it was Iron Glazi was supposed to be open by then, right? Yeah, but like, right? now they're saying it's not going to open until next year. <laughs> I heard. I'm like, why? Okay, it looks done, but they, I don't know what it is. Maybe they stopped construction on it. <laughs> yeah, one of the last one of the last seasons that it operated, they were only operating one side because it was like Colossus where they had dueling. Mm -hmm. And I think it was only the lion side was operating, and we rode it. And I think I broke a rib. Like, man, that thing was so bad. Oh no, Colossus. <laughs> Colossus, at one point, they used to have it, like, run one forward and one backwards during yeah. Fest, And, like, you had an option to either go forward or backward. backward. I did the backward on Colossus. Oh, yeah, it's oh, yeah. interesting. It's interesting. You're just like, oh, God, this bar hurts. Because <laughs> well, I'm just getting shoved towards the that? bar the whole time. Originally, <laughs> during Fright Fest, they did uh, Cyclone backwards. Ooh, nice. And that was fun. That ride. Uh, that one is such an old school one. Oh yeah. man, I remember that one. I went on it like a few times. Old Six Magic Mountain. I've only got like I only did Deja Vu once. Like where they I now like, a couple times. I thought it was pretty fun, but I hear I it just you. breaks down a lot. <laughs> well, this the the first drop. It's like one of those dreams where you're falling and you don't know when. Like you're not gonna stop and just keep <laughs> going and going. You're like yeah, it's a tall hill. Yeah, we stay. I remember my friend and I, we went on the front row and we were going, you know, it does the initial drop. And then we went to the, <laughs> we're like, oh, I wonder when it's going to stop. <laughs> like, you don't know when it's going to drop. You're like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah. That was a fun <laughs> roll. It's uh, like a giant inverted boomerang. What was it? What it was. Death, death drop or the, the free fall ride? Yeah. Was it called free fall? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I never saw that one. I didn't go until like, oh, man. Oh, no, high school. I didn't go until I was in high school. So, like, a lot of those things were already gone, I think. Freefall was okay. I got stuck on it once. And, like, by stuck on it, something happened with the, the door mechanism because, like, the way that it operated, like, the, the doors were really weird on it. Mm -hmm. and so they couldn't get it open. So me and my friend were did, like, six trips on it. Hmm. Cause they just like <laughs> unlock the door. Cause they just want to keep making it go instead of shutting down the ride. Yeah. Until the maintenance. <laughs> yeah, that's you. funny. It's <laughs> funny when like operators just like get lazy and they go, no, no, let's just keep it going. Yeah. <laughs> Cause yeah. I've seen, it sucks. Some rides are a pain to restart, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, I've that's... seen space mountain get shut down and it's like, they're like the, cast members are trying so calmly to tell the people, please sit down, please sit down, please sit down. All of a sudden you hear, beep, and like everything shuts off on all the, you can start hearing yeah. them all stop. You're like, oh man, they just, she just shut the ride down. Yeah. Oh no, I've never been in the room when Indy went down, but. I've been on the ride. When it shut down? Yeah, it's pretty much, it was right after the, you know, the doors, how they open, and you go and you see Marta or whatever his name was, mm -hmm. is. It also just stops, and then like you yeah. hear uh, solemn on the speakers, the on, on the house speakers, not on the vehicle speakers, and the vehicle still makes that noise. And it shakes a little bit until the cast members come up, and this thing is really high off the ground. Yeah, until they come up and they turn it off, it and they roll in with this like rolling staircase to get everybody off. Mm -hmm. I was like, this is so cool. Yeah, when I worked it, I hated it when it broke down, man. Oh yeah, it's they like used, one of the I hardest used... rides to restart. Well, yeah, they, I used to have to know certain things about that ride because Days Custodial, they had one guy work there all day. Yeah. Or for at least an eight-hour shift, and I used to—I loved doing it because I'm like—I don't know—I didn't mind being solo there, working solo there, because yeah. nobody bugged you except when all of a sudden they yell at you on the radio, like, "Hey, can you help me?" You're like, "No, I'm busy." Rides <laughs> like the like, line spotless. There's like no <laughs> trash in the trash cans. You're like, "No, I'm busy right now." One day, one time, the ride was closed like a good half of my shift. Oh yeah, me. and it all—it was all because Indy. What is it moving? It wasn't because of the ride. It was because of the show. Yeah. You know how they're weird. You know, the show has to like be mm -hmm. you know, good or they won't, they don't want to send people on the ride. That was a big thing. They used to, when I worked there, I don't know if they care anymore now. They might not. Maybe so if I've seen something things... blood, but <laughs> like yeah, the, best, think... the best was being in the, the control tower when Indy was going to break down. Cause you could see it coming from about five minutes before it actually breaks down. Like yeah. you'll get, you'll get like a, uh, what they, it's called like a zone intrusion air. 
And that means like one of the cars got too close to another car. And then you'll see another zone intrusion, another zone intrusion, another zone. And then they start oh. stacking up really fast. Yeah. Like, here it comes. Here it comes. Like, here it comes. And then your song will come in, on. You're like, yep, there it is. Oh, no. <laughs> if you're in the line, the, the soundtrack turns off and the lights go back to normal. They go fully bright and everything. You just know the ride's broken. All of a sudden, you hear the announcement, oh, ladies and gentlemen. And you're like, yeah. ah, <laughs> it's broken. And then, like, I used to, when I they would go, well, yeah, make sure, like, they talk talk to them when it breaks down to see if it's a hydraulic spill because that's they would tell me how like a tire slip would make that ride shut down oh yeah it was so sensitive i'm like really and they're that's like right. yeah this thing and then they're like it's like if you're in there they showed me how to lock out tag out that whole thing and i was like yeah. oh this is cool because they're like this thing could move like a several feet when they're powering it up i'm like whoa yeah those <laughs> things jump so and they like going, there's, <laughs> there's a button in the back so basically you have to hold this button down that's in the very back between the back tires like on on the back panel and if it was in the middle of like a weird sequence like especially the one on the bridge that would drive forward really fast and then like lurch and then yeah and then go like that one was like particularly like you'd hit that button and then it would remember the sequence it was in and it would do that like the next couple seconds of that sequence oh, that's crazy and then it would sit there and you're like, oh my god. That probably looks sketchy though. You're like, ah, it's alive. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, those rides, yeah. I remember being in maintenance bay looking at those things, going, God, these things are so huge. When I mean you don't see how big they are when you get uh -huh. on them. Because then, then you're so just on them and you don't realize they're huge. These things could hurt somebody. Yeah. So and Actually, uh I when I worked there, one of the subwoofers for the uh rock, the boulder at the end, started uh -huh. on fire, I guess. <laughs> Yeah, it was sitting in the back for a while. I was like, ah, and then this was before, you know, camera phones existed. So you honestly could take pictures with a throwaway camera. They didn't care. They did not, you know, because they, they, there wasn't social media. So, you know, yeah, they yeah. didn't really worry about people posting it on the Internet or anything like that. So, I mean, I'm sure I have pictures buried deep in my closet somewhere from backstage. But uh, I, found, I went to spots where nobody was a lot to get peace. Because so after you, you know, when you see like, you know, 20,000 people, you're like, I need to go in the back for a second. <laughs> so I know it didn't last very long, but how, talk about uh, being a Knott's Berry Farm ambassador. Oh, like, we're still ambassadors. Well, okay. yeah. Did you guys do the taste of Knott's and Calico stuff? Yes. Yeah. And so we're going gonna to go back to the uh, the next thing they're doing. The Which taste, is taste of, of Knott's. Yeah. Oh, yeah. When's that? It's up. It's coming up soon. Uh, the twentieth, August twentieth. Yeah. How did you feel about like being out with so many people right now? Uh, it wasn't that. I mean, paranoid. <laughs> well, I am. Uh, it's not that bad though because everyone was really spaced out, so it was good. <laughs> it was funny. We were in line for um, a smoothie the boys are very smoothie mm -hmm. and this lady behind us she's like excuse me <laughs> well, no, wait. she's like excuse me where's <laughs> wilderness dance hall i'm like oh so she's like what is wilderness dance hall i'm like oh so you're gonna go this way i did the two finger point disney fied mm -hmm. i'm this gonna go straight first time because she's yeah she's like this is my first time at knott's berry farm of like because she's a she's like i'm a disney fan and disneyland's not open and i saw this was oh open, yeah there's people out so there that need to that bad i wow. did not know the theme park what a park. terrible first exposure to not scary cars. <laughs> I was thinking in my head the whole time. I was like, oh, God, why did you come right exactly. now? Exactly. I'm like, like um, this is such bad, like, first impression. Oh, yeah. Because like, like, all the lines for the food were huge. Because she's like, I'm, distancing. I'm here for the for the beer. Where's the alcohol? I'm like, oh, my <laughs> God, this lady. Queen. <laughs> this yeah. lady. I mean, I don't know. I guess because like I go to the market at least once a week. I'm so used to being around people still, and I just don't touch people. Yeah. I don't touch like my the mask helps me not touch my face when I'm out at least. Yeah, that's how I see with that thing. Yeah, people are like me with the mask. It's like yeah, it's like it's not a big deal. You wear it for like what thirty minutes and you take it off. Exactly. Like there's people that have to wear it all day for exactly. work. Exactly. <laughs> it's like come on, you can deal. 
So overall, the experience was great. I loved being back in Knott's. I didn't mind wearing a mask. I liked how um, the limited ticketing, like it it gave it a more personal experience, but it, overall it was great to be back. I didn't feel unsafe. You, like Knott's did a really, really great job on on they, setting that event up. They have people like hanging out around the tables just waiting for you to leave. Yeah, they watch just, you. like they clean oh, that thing off. Like, that's yeah, crazy. it's hilarious. They're like, they're like, ready. They're ready. You they're ready. Leaving, then they're like, whoosh. whoosh, whoosh, whoosh. Like, it's like, nice. yep, it's spotless. I'm like, you know, the best part about this whole thing is like, we're a lot more cleaner now, at least. I mean, yeah. I remember when the shutdown first happened, this one gas station, like, Usually always has a funky smell in there, and now it doesn't anymore. I'm like, hey, where'd that smell go? It's gone. It smells like bleach in there all the time. This isn't my yeah. gas station. That is true. Although it's interesting to see like the lengths that some places will go to, and then the lengths that other places will not even bother to go. Oh, to. Oh yeah, it's it's. I figured that's how this country would handle it. Yeah, 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 and yeah. We're we're totally a divided country. We're like not our... all one. We're you know. It's just yeah. how it is. I don't think we'll ever all be on the same page. But well, like you know. our, our target down the street, they don't even let your, like, they'll check out the person in front of you and you can't even put your stuff on the conveyor belt. They then sanitize the entire conveyor belt. They like Holy run God. it and wipe it down. Then you can put your stuff on it and then they check you yeah. out and then they do it again. Like after every single check. That's a pretty clean target right there. Conveyor yeah, belt. Yeah, you're right though. Some of them are just like me. Yeah, you know, and then like you could go into some places and you could tell they don't care about the rules. They oh just, yeah, they just are like whatever, like no plexiglass. Like a lot of places have plexiglass now. Yeah, I would have never thought I would see that stuff everywhere. It's crazy. Oh yeah, like the um, mundane like, world of plexi suddenly got really popular. Really, yeah, popular. and it, it's yeah. kind of funny too the whole mask thing because you know we used to always make fun of um, <laughs> Asians wearing those here all the time. Like, what are you guys afraid of? We don't have any diseases out here. <laughs> now no, it's like we're it's all. Not them. Them. It's us. They're trying to protect us well, by not getting. Yeah, that's exactly. Now we're all wearing them though. That's the yes. funny part. And it feels weird to not wear it. Like we run every morning and we don't wear our masks because we'll, like usually we're the only ones out but like every once in a while we'll pass somebody who does have it on and then like i'm like oh i feel like i should have mine on like i feel so guilty for not having yeah it. i i like, like i was they're totally I get that. okay with it i'm like Ew, i get that because no. i put on like i was working in a it's a brand new house today and like the people that i don't know if they're the owners or what but like a bunch of people come in and they have masks on oh my god I put my mask on because it's like, you know, there's a bunch of people. Like, yeah. I mean, even if it's like, if there's one person around, I'm like usually so far, I know, I just keep my distance. I, this isn't really that hard for me, this whole thing. I guess I was always kind of like used to keeping my distance with people. <laughs> like, you know, give people their personal space, you know? So that's yeah. why it's kind of like, this is kind of like nice, actually. I'm like, well, whatever. Now everybody's giving me my personal space. <laughs> yeah. But it's even more jarring if they don't. Like, I'm the same way. I don't like people in my bubble unless, like, you know, you're, like, a friend of mine or... Yeah, exactly. Like, but strangers, you're like, oh, man, I don't know where... If you're, like, even before this whole thing, it's like, I don't like getting... It's like, people like, oh, can I have... Like, when I used to vape, people would ask, hey, can I hit that? I'm like, no, I don't want to... I don't know you. You're not going to put your face on mine. Yeah, like, this is before the whole pandemic thing. Like, I was never cool with that. Like, I'm like, no, I don't like and like share the the mouth oh, right yeah you think about that nowadays like to think about it nowadays even it's even worse i know it's like, I think, ew, ew. like if somebody puts their hand near my soda i'm like i can't drink it anymore who are you doing hookah with that you're all just sharing that's the same the, mouthpiece that's, that's thing, oh that's though. how you do that that's is how you do it because yeah. when i did hookah back like well, unless you had like a huge like, one. Like, we all had our own pieces. Well, yeah, those are the really big ones, though. Like, unless yeah. you have, like, the single ones, you're all sharing that, so. Yeah, it's like a, a one hose, a two hose, if you're lucky, if it's, like, because I had a personal, way before even Xander was born, I had one that was, like, three feet tall, and it, I, and then I upgraded to one that had two hoses, but it was only, like, one hose, so whoever came over, and, like, we got the plastic things. You can, like, stick a little plastic, like, a little butt plug that you stick in the tip of it. Yeah. And, like, each get your own. But, like, by the end, <laughs> but, like, you all was also drinking. So, like, by the end, nobody cares. And everyone's just passing it around. 
I know, you get like loose and you're like, yeah, whatever, give me that thing. <laughs> it's like all concept of germ theory goes out the window and like direct, directly proportional <laughs> to how much alcohol you've consumed. It's so true, like, though. Yeah, you like, tend to forget stuff when you drink a little too much. You're like, ah. Mm -hmm. but it's just probably like, why bars are so closed right now. <laughs> are they still mm -hmm. closed right now? Bars? What, hookah bars? Or any bar. Any bar? The last I heard, yeah. But I, like, I, I honestly stopped paying attention because I'm just like, me whatever, too. call me when it gets back to normal. I don't <laughs> even this go to point. the grocery store anymore. We just do the pickup. <laughs> really? I still haven't, you know, I still haven't jumped to that yet. I still like going to the grocery it's, store and getting what I want. It's pretty nice. You spend more money, though, because it's just so easy to click. And yeah. Just click yeah. stuff in and click stuff in, and you're like. Oh. I mean, I will admit, I'm a shopaholic though, like on the internet, but not with like groceries, just like other stuff, like yeah. personal fun stuff. Did you see our pumpkin guy yeah. I posted? I don't go on the internet much anymore, so I haven't seen. Same you, here. You liked it, I'm though. pretty bad. I don't go on social media that Not much. Not like, you liked it. Oh, I did. Good. Okay, good. So, so like yeah, the only saw. one I have is Instagram. So. Oh, oh, the big guy, right? Yeah, the big yeah, yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I remember. <laughs> when you did this, that made sense. <laughs> I like the yeah. big one. Like so, yeah. Oh, yeah, the big guy. This one. That one. That yeah. It <laughs> was the first thing that popped up when I opened Instagram. So you got a cup. You got this a couple of months ago. Well, it took like two months of saving. Then, then I got him. And then it, it took forever to get here. And then we, oh, I, and I opened it up to make sure everything was like not broken. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. And then we put them away. And then finally, the other day, which is like weeks later from initially getting him, once he got here, I'm like, uh, Tim, we should probably put him together and make sure he works, works. Because for some reason, we've been getting a lot of defective things in the mail. So we put it together and, we put the and it came with a fog machine too so we put the fog machine oh, the hose and then, awesome. and then we let him rip yes are you I'm gonna so, do like a display yes we are we're mm -hmm. so excited we're gonna have to come over and see it yes yeah. we're so uh, we're so excited there's gonna be so many pumpkins singing pumpkins evil pumpkins and then also uh we're gonna have um a screen up and with a projector and mm -hmm. i'm editing uh everything that's halloweeny like editing together like like a montage of clips mm -hmm. of like halloween movies uh some of the decayed brigade stuff that we've done oh, nice. uh, some of my short films um some haunt stuff like all edited together in a huge montage and oh we're gonna gosh. screen it yes that's cool that's perfect you can't well, ask for any more than that, you know? It's like you're you're taking the gift that you give to the community anyway. You're still able to give that gift, but it's just in a different package this time. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. just They're little working. ones, mainly. <laughs> and preteens. We last year had a good turnout. We're like, yes, kids still trick-or-treat. <laughs> and so we – I. So as we're planning, because we're really planning, we're going all out, you guys. We're going all out this year because there's no haunt season. Seriously, what else are we going to do? <laughs> and there's no haunt season. And so we're not spending all this money on haunted attractions this year. Mm -hmm. And so we're like, we're like, okay, let's, let's, let's show the neighborhood how scary we can really be. So we've been like little by little since uh, February, we've been buying little by little a whole bunch of things to put together for halloween and i am so excited it's i can't even so uh i'm also thinking okay so what if we get trick-or-treaters what's a safe way to give candy to trick-or-treaters <clears throat> not chucking mars bars at their faces <laughs> with uh, projectiles I don't want to hurt people anyways. So that might be I the first callback that we've had. <laughs> we don't get those a lot. <laughs> That's awesome. Hey, I, I I am an avid listener of of the tales from the fog. <laughs> <laughs> That's so great. I'm Wait. a fan. Sorry. Okay, so <laughs> I'm thinking, what's a good sanitary way to get kids candy? The mm -hmm. ones who are brave enough to come up on doorstep. Well, we're getting, 
<laughs> we do have Raffle. the drone. We do have the drone, but um, so uh, we're gonna. I got these. Uh, you know how for like hollow, like for parties, like little gift bags, like little saran wrap gift bags. Mm -hmm. I'm planning to put like candy in in Halloweeny saran gift like little gift baggies a little yeah. bit so kids are not sticking their hands into the butt like how like the candy bucket so yeah. it's like here you go and it's clean like I, when we pack them we're, we're gonna make sure our hands are really clean mm -hmm. and then so it, it the, we're not touching uh so other kids are not touching the candy that they're gonna be does that make sense so they're yeah. only getting their baggie and then once they open up their baggie it's clean candy inside does that yeah, make sense out of a out of a cannon, the velocity, <laughs> the heat from the velocity of the air going around it just incinerates any bacteria and yeah. viruses. I mean, yeah. Or you could so, just leave it for 24 hours, let the virus die on its own, and then go to town on your candy. So that that's good. that's our solution. We're putting it in little gift baggies. I think that's a good idea. And then it's it's more controlled. Like if you like visible signs, right? You have a mask, you have gloves. Yes. You're, taking, you're touching one bag and handing it to the kid. Or yes. Whoever it's just, it implies that it's more sanitary, even yeah. if it's not. And that's yes. like, like, that's really what we're looking for. Like we know the world is not a sterile place and yeah. we're not really, we don't expect it to be. It's yeah. just effort. Like we're, it, that's the point. Yeah. What? I agree with you. It's the effort. Mm -hmm. So, since there are a couple haunts that are opening out here, are you guys thinking about scaring at all at any of them? No, we're taking the season off. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> that was our original yeah. plan uh, anyways this year. You guys have heard of the haunt oh. plague, right? <laughs> that the haunt plague? Yeah. yeah. I mean, the haunt plague. I, I've actually avoided that the last two or three seasons. Because we don't share masks with <laughs> other like, people. I, I will yeah. be like, uh-uh, I am not sharing anybody's masks. <laughs> I'm like, I will wear one, no, but like, I won't share no. This so is creating gross. a whole new group of like germaphobes, like people who are just oh yeah, it way is. off the deep end. You know, maybe that's not a bad thing. Are you guys going to yeah. be visiting any of them? So uh, I talked with Corona Hot yeah. because I've known. Uh, do you do you guys know Mason? We met him mm -hmm. at a decade event. Yeah, not too long ago, but um, before that, we had didn't know him. So I've known Mason since I was 15. I, he is one of the first people I met getting into the haunt community because way back when I was just a little Horror Nights fan and I found this group of hor other fellow Horror Nights fans and I'm like, ooh, a group, like there's other people who get together and do things that love ho Halloween Horror Nights and I love Halloween Horror Nights and I have no friends that like <laughs> Halloween Horror Nights. <laughs> I have no friends that like Halloween horror nights or haunted or Halloween or haunted horror movies or haunted attractions. I'm like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go to these gatherings. They're the HHN gatherings that like back in 2011, 2011, mm -hmm. like a group of YouTuber um, uh, horror nights. Uh, you know, updaters. They they would go to uh, Universal every month. They'd go, okay, guys, we're we're getting a group together, and who wants to go? Like, come join us. Anyone who wants to join us and meet us, or we're just hanging out at Universal. And then it's just a whole group of HHN fans getting together, and we would just hang out all day at Universal, at least once or twice a month. And uh, it was originally hosted by the Saw Twins, oh. and uh, and it was the Saw Twins HHN. Fans fanboy and several others it was so much fun and that's where I first met Mason and um we've been friends ever since and that's and that's how I really got into like the community aspect of the haunt world mm -hmm. I'm like ah and I'm so happy that he has his home haunt and you could see how in his haunt how much he loves haunted attractions and how inspired he is by Halloween Horror Nights Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's cool. So how, uh, I guess this is for any of you guys, but like what are they putting into place that's going to protect them and the guests from, you know, the inevitable? So uh, 
speaking with Mason, uh, he's going to put in a reservation system. Mm -hmm. So only a few people are going to like, you have to go on your reserve time. So there's no lines of people. Does that make sense? Yeah. And then um, uh, I, I shared my concerns about curtains because curtain, the black curtains that part scenes that touches yeah. everybody's faces. Yeah. And so he's going to be shortening it so it touches the top of your head, but not your face. And then it's going to be long on the sides. Does that make sense? Yeah. So he's going to like frame it out as opposed to just being like a full doobie curtain that you have to push through. He's going to make sure the maze is sanitized. Uh, all actors are wearing masks. All our guests, all guests are wearing masks. And then he's going to make sure everything's like spaced out. Like if people get there early and want like, there's going to be six feet, like separation of people. That's cool. That's pretty much all you can do. Yeah. Yeah. On a show. Yeah, but my biggest thing was uh, the curtains, the curtains, Mason, the curtains. Anything that people can touch. In fabric, yeah. like how do like, you disinfect fabric other than like spraying Exactly. It other than putting it in the washing machine. How are you going to disinfect? Yeah, like and then strings that come down, like anything that's going to touch people's faces that can't happen yeah, this year whatsoever for haunted attractions. And then I, when really thinking about it, like I think a lot. I, I'm a worry word, ward, worry ward, and I'm like, you guys, the curtains, like, the curtains is, like, the biggest thing, because I'm like, that, that, those things touch my face every year, no matter what. Yeah, like, that was one of the things we were thinking about when we were talking with Fractured Compass, it's like, trying to envision what the haunt of the future is going to be, like, all of those elements are gone. We can't, no! anything that, that you, like, that you have to physically part, like, like, in the, uh, what's the slaughterhouse where they had like the, the prepped bodies hanging from the ceiling and jungle? Like yeah. That? All of that is gone because you can't be touching stuff where someone's going to put their hand on it and then you could accidentally touch it with your face. It's like the transmission rate's going to go through the roof. Right. So it's all got to be like visual and audio and stuff like that as opposed to, to sensations and touching, which is too bad because that was like the level up and scaring was adding the element of textures and touch and you know different dimensions and being close to the face and stuff mm -hmm. and like now that awesome part's been temporarily taken away what if yeah. you just did a like a fifteen thousand square foot building and okay. it's byob chair <laughs> you have your own little lawn chair that you bring in right one person at a time and there's a mark in the very center of the building you put your chair on that mark and you sit down and then all the lights go out and, and you're just in a big empty space in the dark. Is it like So are we doing alone? Are you are are we copying alone here? Yeah. Yeah <laughs> Have you guys ever done alone? No. I did Oh my gosh. So I did the one at Bush Gardens. Um but that and then I did into the black. Those are the only two that I've done that you go through by yourself. I, I just remembered, like, I'm like, you guys, I was about to say, you guys never done alone at Scare LA or Midsummer, and then I just remembered you guys are the cover good! How can yeah. you guys do alone? I just, oh, yeah. alone <laughs> has blown my mind in the past. Oh, I love alone. Alone and alone loves you. <laughs> <laughs> that is a fun idea. Oh, yeah. It was fun. I mean, the time we did it, though, they were doing it at, like, I don't know, chapters, I guess. Yes! And the problem oh, yeah, was, we didn't, we didn't do them all, so, like, we never saw the finale, the final chapter. So it's like, oh, well, that sucks, because we were working somewhere. Yeah, it was <laughs> so very like, Well, that sucks, I thought that was the whole thing. <laughs> that was when it was, it was, like, related to the seasons, right? Or something? I don't remember. I don't remember, but the, the chapter we did... We were driving all over LA. It was like a scavenger hunt. It was the best. I can't and believe then, how they orchestrated this, honestly. It's insane how far we go. And, like, <laughs> yeah. and all of a sudden, there's like you go in random buildings and you're just doing like there's an all of a sudden a maze. You're like, what? <laughs> alone is as ex uh, when it comes to extreme haunted attractions, alone is my limit. Oh, I can't do They do touch you and drag you around. You won't do, like, you won't do blackout or any of those. It's, oh, I wouldn't do that. 
I, I you know, know I kind of wanted to do. I kind of wanted to do the tension and lust experiences. I kind of <laughs> wanted the you know the, those are the ones done by Darren Lynn Bousman, the director yeah. of Saw Two, uh, Repo the Genetic Opera, and the Devil's Carnival. Oh, Repo that, the Genetic Opera is still one of my favorite movies. It's so oh, it's bad, so good. Zydrake comes in a little glass vial. A little glass vial. <laughs> a little glass vial. <laughs> oh, sweet Jesus. We need to watch that movie again. Yeah. That's on our list. Paris Hilton. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was a great movie. I that was it. like, again, like before Xander times. That's so like, what, 12 years ago? 13 years ago when that came out? What a weird experience. So is there anything else fun in the haunted world that we can look forward to? Well, Castle Park is working on getting their stuff together. They I see that. The Castle Dark. <laughs> Nani, you're shaking your head. Okay. So <laughs> well, I have questions. Well, I talked to Ryan. Ryan, I think, who's the marketing guy for Palace Entertainment. Okay. And it's still up in the air. Like, it's not going to be anything like they've done before if they do end up doing it. Um, but that's all I can really say. So <laughs> I, I didn't talk to anybody from anywhere ever. But um, I, the, the concern that I have is there's not a lot of space there. There's enough to do what they did in that context. But you it's not something where you could like wing it and drive a car through it's not a high capacity on um, the best day and then you put mazes in, into the square footage of the park and now you can fit even less people in there it's like none of it makes sense to try to do this unless you're going to turn it into just like this desolate empty space and at which point what's the point so i mean i'm not the most creative person i can't always pull like what could possibly be out of my ass, but, and I know that others can, but I, I have a really hard time trying to imagine myself as a guest, um, but also pretending not to be as neurotic about it, like not as concerned about people being that close to me or whatever. How, like, where would you put any form of entertainment in a venue, in a show, in scare actors, like, like just the event, the venue itself, like Castle Park. It's cramped. Is, it's entertaining it's for like a half hour, you know, it's just, it is what it is. Unless you're five years old, it's entertaining for maybe a half hour. So like, how on earth are you going to have a haunted attraction, like a, a haunted thing that you want to have open for how many hours when you're only going to be able to have a hundred people in the park? How many people do they have to hire to support that? And like, it just sounds like from the get go, you're upside down. Like financially, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. So... I mean, I, I root for anyone who's going to try to do this. I just want them to be safe. I can say. I, I'm rooting all these haunts. Like, if you want to go for it, like, be safe, go for it. But honestly, this is just my personal opinion and not reflecting on Knott's Network as a whole. <laughs> I think, I, I, like, and not to be a negative Nancy, I'm like, yeah, Halloween will still happen, you guys. Halloween is not canceled for everyone who's, like, heartbroken that there's the major haunts aren't happening. But I think haunts shouldn't happen, period, if things aren't under control by haunt season. Because just the, if you think of haunted attractions from an operations standpoint and from a haunter standpoint, oh, dear Lord, they're a pandemic and running a haunt, your you're, you're, monsters, like, roar at you. So when they scream at you, that's spit going into your face. They drool, monsters drool on you. Yep. So you got to, and then there's guests who are going to be assholes. I go, oh, you know what? I'm going to just cough on you. Like, the, and then, oh, I'm wearing a mask. I'm going to just punch you and I'm going to get away with it because, oh, you don't, you can't see my face and blah, mm -hmm. blah, blah. There's just so many things that in my head, it's just not safe to run a haunt during a pandemic. And, and then like what Tim said, Hot plague! Everyone's gonna get oh, yeah. sick. 
Except this like, time, it actually kills people. Yeah. yeah. And, That's like, everyone's going in for the same, like, slices of pizza, reaching into the, you know, the flat of Monster. Like, there's a lot that can go wrong. Oh, yes, there's a whole lot. And I personally think that it's just... I rather everyone be safe and not have a haunt season. Like, there's a ton of things that we could do to celebrate the season, mm -hmm. the Halloween season. But we like, let's save haunts for next year and let's do it bigger and better than ever next year. Yeah, yeah, and save that money. Yes, <laughs> the money. You roll yeah. over that cash and don't spend it on anything else, honey. The, the displays that you can make, the walkthrough that you can make, like they're like the uh, the the Cal Haunts group that has all those ep the home haunts that are just like mind blowingly like layered and and they get longer every year and like more awesomeness happens every year. It's like this is their opportunity to take a break and like replace old stuff, like restock on new animatronics, like rewrite stuff. Like this is an opportunity. Like it's an opportunity that nobody asked for, but it's here and like this is their chance to really like step up their game and yes think about things in a way that maybe they hadn't before and like mary and tim start collecting things so you can open your haunt next year that's right yeah yeah <laughs> oh my god so we're doing is collect stuff. We just announced the fright zone knots network <laughs> the knots fright network zone <laughs> just between us on. i'll tell you something later on that that was supposed to happen this year that was going to be like a part dream come true for me but you know coronavirus happened coronavirus. but, but well. yeah i'll tell you guys after because you just reminded me of it but Damn. you know i would uh to to, to do a heart would that would be freaking awesome i uh i would die <laughs> it is awesome it but, is but uh, it's awesome. Yeah. A lot of money, it's, a lot of operation. Like we we we've helped man like manage and open up uh, a few years ago back in 2015. Uh, do you guys remember Drunken Devil? Yes. Yeah, we helped. I I was personnel manager, and Tim practically built so much of that maze. Ooh. So through that experience, we learned so much about what it like really takes to like open up and run a haunt. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. It Even though it wasn't as a business really quick. It wasn't our haunt, but we helped a lot in like making it happen. Does that make yeah. sense? Yeah. It's like you, it's like your adopted parents. Hmm. Like you, you have adopted this, this project into your own and it becomes that important to you. Like seeing it, it through the end is that important. It was so like eye-opening and it was like there's challenges but in the end I loved like I having being uh sorry <laughs> being in charge of a, a cast because I love scare acting and I love getting a group of people together who also love uh haunting and who want to like yes we're pumped up we want to scare like managing that group of people was just awesome and I loved all the actors who I got to work with that year Aww. that's really special and like yeah it's uh, like i hadn't worked i hadn't been in charge of a group of monsters like to be their their talent captain or their manager until we worked at coffin creek in 17 mm -hmm. and i didn't real and i i don't work i never worked a maze i worked at scary farm and craig knew me and he put me on ghost town so i never had that experience either yeah so being in that position and realizing like how much the talent relies on you and yes. you know you know confides in you yes and like really like not put on a pedestal is like extreme but like they they like they respect you a lot yes. and like they they need you at least they kind of act like they need you and yes. it's it's like but i'm just making sure you take your break on time like <laughs> it doesn't seem like it's that big of a deal well, your, when you're your job role. as a manager is like uh clairvoyant like <laughs> your job is the go-between between the real world and the ghost world. Sure. And so That's like if things happen, you're in charge of taking care of the guests, but also in charge of taking care of your talent. You're like a, a, a fixer. Yeah. In a lot of ways. 
but you have to have that knowledge of being a monster. Yes. Knowing what their core, their, their problems are in order to be a good manager to help them through what they're going through. And yes. that's funny, I didn't know that about you that you had done that, but it makes perfect sense to me because you are such a killer scare actor. Like, oh, thank you. 100% one of the best I've ever met in my life. And like knowing that you had the opportunity to have a team of scare actors and like, like the first thing I thought was like, oh my God, they're so lucky to have you as, as someone that they can turn to and like to feed off that energy. Like you have boundless energy. Like to have you as a TC or like has a, you know, a director would be freaking awesome. Uh, thank you. And just, and just between us, like for some episodes of Hellevator, I trained the scare actors and I helped with like, okay, so we looked at the room and like, okay, how are the scare, how are we gonna set up scares here? And I helped with that too. I could totally see you doing that. Cause like you can see it from all those different angles that, uh, you know, someone who's never been in that situation just wouldn't, you know, if you don't know, you don't know. Yeah. yeah. I looked at Elevator, that TV show. Like there's a lot of people who like, and some of the scare, the scare actors they hired, they looked at it as a TV show. Mm -hmm. But there's a few of us who are like, who've worked, the, we had people who worked Queen Mary. We've had people who worked Horror Nights. Char was even a part of it on one episode. Yeah. And then like, we're like, we're hunters, man. We're going <laughs> to scare some people. Like, oh, I honestly, I drove some, uh, like a couple of the crew members crazy because I knew that I was like scaring them by doing nothing, <laughs> by just being in character. So I would just stay in character around certain crew members and not drop it. And like, and they go, stop it, Mary. <laughs> see, we think that's beautiful and yeah, poetic, awesome. but I could totally see some of the people we've worked with on set being like, I don't appreciate that one bit. <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny. Yeah. So I guess as we're wrapping up, uh, do you guys have any, uh, advice or thoughts to give to the community out there on what we're going through, how to get through it, what you guys are looking forward to. Tim, do you want to go first? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm just really looking forward to Halloween. I know it sounds funny, but I used to do yard displays all the time before going to Scary Farm a lot. So it's nice that like it's a Saturday this year mm -hmm. and to think that there might be a lot of kids actually trick-or-treating this year because what else are they going to do? Yeah. So I, hope so, I mean, but then again, you know, I mean, hopefully they're all doing it safely because, <laughs> you know, this whole thing, we can get through it quicker. If it's just, I guess we're a little safer. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Inspirational. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So I, I feel for all my friends and the haunt community that are really sad right now and in the blues about their haunt, like, because, you know, you, you guys know how, like, it, when you're ha a haunter, that's like, you gear up for that all year long and you're like looking forward to it. You're looking forward to Scary Farm. You're looking forward to like, bring your creations to life and to become the monster and to like do that during the haunt season. And it's just such a big bummer, but we're in a pandemic and, you know, I rather be able to see all my friends next year than everyone getting sick and not seeing them next year. If that, if that makes any sense, but there's no, I understand the reasons for feeling blue about it, but there's so much to Halloween and the haunt season that's more than haunted attractions. There's the Halloween spirit. There's pumpkin carving. There's dressing up. You can dress up in your costume at home whenever you want. Like, who's going to tell you no? There's... <laughs> You can even dress up and go out. Who cares? Um, <laughs> like, seriously. And you could watch horror movies all season long. You could, uh, and plus haunters, our haunt community, everyone's so damn creative. They could, like, create really cool displays. You could decorate Halloween trees. There's so much you can do. And, like, we could still do it and still be, like, it's Halloween, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So... 
my biggest piece of advice is um, there's hope. There's Halloween. Halloween's not going anywhere. Halloween is forever. And Halloween every day. And um, there, next year we'll come back bigger and better. I think that's really good advice. Yeah. Yay. So thank you for joining us. Um, what are your, what are your, uh, yeah, what are your socials? Yeah. Uh, I am at Mary Imagination on Instagram, but our, the both of us, we're the Knots Network. So follow us on the Net, Knots Network on Instagram at Knots Network. You can find us on the Facebook. You can find us on the YouTubes. You can find us on the Tweet Tweets. <laughs> and what about you, Tim? Uh, Instagram, Timothy KBF. I just post stuff that I like. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's a random one, but you know, it's fun. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Thank and you so much for having us on your podcast. It's been you. an honor. Yay. I've yeah, missed you guys so coming. much. <laughs> Thank you for being here. I know that, like, it's kind of odd because we're like, we're going to get you on the pod, and then, like, we won't even record for a month and a half. I'm like, oh, yeah, we were going to do that thing. I'm like, all right, what? We really are out of excuses. Like, we've got to get on the table that. <laughs> you know, that we respect in the community and who are friends of ours and friends of the community. Let's get their opinion on this because like shit's upside down and it's fun to kind of like cry about it, to commiserate a little. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love you guys. No, we love you too. But like, we just want to like, it's like a, a, a an outlook sandwich. It's like you have a positive point of view and then you take a moment to acknowledge the shit that sucks and then you end on a positive note again. And it's great. Yeah. <laughs> now we get through life. <laughs> Seriously, like, you're 100% right on that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. So, what about you? Well, you can find us on Instagram and Facebook at Tales from the Fog. And you can find Veronica on Instagram at... At Stunt Soundy, S-T-U-N-T-S-O-U-N-D-I-E. Or if you would like to see Hamilton memes and pictures of our dogs, you can, look, you can find me at Veronica Voices. Until next time, guys, we'll see you in the fog. Bye, guys! Bye! Bye. Happy Halloween! <laughs> <laughs>